What's going on, Heart Savers? This is day three of the Heart Saver podcast. In case you guys didn't know, my name is Micah Jones. Nice to meet you if this is your first time. On this podcast, which essentially is a community of people who are wanting to create a better relationship with themselves, build that self-confidence and self-worth so that they can have better relationships with other people. That is exactly what this is all about. And our motto is always, protect your heart from toxic people. These podcasts will be going up every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Sunday is my day off. And also, this is a relationship portion of the Lifesaver podcast, which is something that is to build that healthy relationship with yourself. I break down ideas on how to give yourself better mental health, how to prevent other people from hurting you, how to heal from your past traumas and go on that self-love and self-exploration journey. You're not going through it alone because I'm a student just as I am as a teacher. All right, you guys, today's podcast is going to be a little bit different and it's going to be a lot more like things that I like to post. I wanted to go back into some of my past relationships recently because I've been healing a lot from there and something that I've been wanting to talk about and I thought would be a great way to help you guys is three things I learned from my ex. And what I mean is she didn't teach me these things necessarily through her words like, hey, don't ever let someone do this to you. No, it's not what she did. She fucked me over a lot and like hurt me and I learned from that pain. Again, something that you guys need to probably realize and this will help with your maturity like, and this is why I can't stand people who are just like, I can't do with the pains too much. Stop it. Stop it. You're becoming victimized by an emotion that you're feeling that you're creating because you're refusing to see the key. And what I mean by the key is pain. Your pain is an anecdote. It's your lesson. You can't have pain and suffering without happiness and love. But in order to appreciate the happiness and love and grow that and keep it, You have to have the pain and suffering because that will give you the wisdom that is needed so that those same things, when they do come up again, can't hurt you and you can still live in a place of happiness and love within yourself and therefore have happiness and love around you and your friends, family, relationships. All right. That's all I want to say about that. Let's get into the first point. Three things I learned from my ex. Number one, if they say I love you and it's only been the first month to two months, that is some bullshit. Oh, honey, that's bullshit. And I learned this going through it. Uh, about a month and a half in, my ex actually just started, she just randomly said, I love you through text. And I was like, and she used to act like it was so natural. The thing about that is, is I fell for that, you know, but I was naive at the time. I was naive. All right. Like I was the person who was great at relationship advice, but I couldn't take it. But like now I'm taking it right now. And that's why I'm able to help you guys in ways that are different than anything else I've done before. Right. I want to help you guys build that self-worth. So you don't have to go through the same struggles that I did along my relationship journey. And I was just kind of, I was just like, I had a, in, intuitively in my intuition, I was like, that's not right. That's not right. But you know, my heart was like, I love you too. And that was the moment. The, the thing about that is, is I, the moment you say, I love you to somebody, you build that fantasy, you build that fantasy with them. And it's, you're fucked after that. Like, at least for me, right? I broke that fantasy in and from that point on I literally started to fall in love with her as much as like her energy and everything she was treating me bad the thing is is that the reason I allowed that to happen to me and for all that to happen is because that was very similar to the way that I was treated as a child the way that I received love as a kid was conditional love conditional love is like only if you do this for me I will give you this right it's like a transaction 
unconditional love is even if you make a mistake, I still love you. Even if you make me mad, I still love you. I, it was very conditional with, with my ex. We were arguing a lot about things. She took almost every single thing personal. I always felt like I was walking on eggshells with her. And uh, there's another thing about this that's a little bit more spiritual for the little spiritual people in here who want to hear about it. Um, she was what's called a relationship that I've already had in a past life. And essentially, I shouldn't have gotten into that relationship again because I w- there was nothing that was going to change within it, right? We were what's called a karma relationship, a karmic relationship. We're connected through energy, and that's why I just felt like such a connection to her. But the energy was bad. It wasn't, it wasn't healthy for me, right, which is huge. And what I mean by the point of if they say I love you and it's only been a month to two months, here's my thing about saying I love you to someone. And this is something that I've – this is taken from experiences that I've had. When you say I love you to someone, you're implying that you love every aspect of who they are, every aspect, them being angry, them being sad, how they act stressed, how they act when they just got like a broke a bone, how they act when they're around their friends with you, how they act when they're around their family with you, how they treat you. And so much more. You're in love with all aspects of them. Now, we know this. Most people, it takes them six months just to start acting themselves around you. So how the hell in the first month to two months you like and supposedly love me? You don't even know me. So how could you say you love me? And I'll get to my point with this. When someone says I love you that early, just as fast as they said I love you is the same rate that they will leave you. Because quick love ain't going to last long. I don't believe in love at first sight. I think I don't personally believe in it. And it's because I haven't had an experience with it. The girl, the ex, I asked her out. I asked for her number. I thought she was beautiful. However... That ain't don't mean I love her at first sight. I just thought she was cute and I like to date her, get to know her. Right? And now I have a now I have a thing that I do with every relationship is I wait months and months and months because I'm waiting for you to start to peel the onion to show me who you really are. Because I'm not gonna bind myself to you if I don't know who you are. I'm just not. It's not me, and I don't think any of us should do that because you're gonna set yourself up for a whole lot of failure that way, a whole lot of hurt. If you just choose to fall in love with someone quickly. My idea of when someone falls in love with someone quickly. (laughs) That's like saying. How do I say it? That's like saying I have no love for me. So I want someone to love me so bad. So I'll fall in love with them. And I'll easily give myself to them. That's all. That's all I'll say about this one. I think you guys get the gist of the point. I don't want to ramble long. One for too long. Number two. This one's pretty simple, so it won't be a a very long answer. Words without actions is bullshit. Just so you know, that's bullshit. Like, the biggest bullshit. Like, my ex used to tell me she loves me. I love you. But here's the thing about that, right? This goes to the other point. She never showed it. She never showed that love. Actions mean everything. Someone may say that they love you, they miss you, they care about you so much, but never text you back. Those words and actions don't even align. 
So don't even believe them. Like there's a bunch of girls that are like, I'm different, I'm different. You say that, but you're showing me more of the same. Get out of your illusion. You're no different. You just want to believe that you're different. Because if you were really different, your actions would tell me so. And you wouldn't have to do so much convincing with words. I don't need you to try and convince me. I need to see that you're different. If you don't show me that you're different, then you will be categorized as more of the same. It's huge, man. Words without actions, you guys. That applies to any scenario. Any scenario. Make sure to always watch their words and see if it matches their actions. If it doesn't, they're lying. This one's a little bit more personal, but I think some of us can probably relate to this one. Always comparing your ex to the person you're with. Like, something she used to do a lot is she used to bring up her ex a lot. And she used to always, like, in a way, compare me to him. Like, she, she like, and in a way, it felt like a lot, it felt a whole lot like manipulation. She'd tell me that, like, now you're starting to act like him. And I was like, I don't know this man. I don't give a fuck about this man. Stop telling me about him. And second, if you keep comparing me to him, I'm going to leave. Because at the end of the day, you're seeing me as him anyways. You're not over this man. And you're with me. This is, again, where I'm, I learned a lot through this relationship, you guys. Like, huge, huge milestones for me. And I hopefully... I'm hoping, that's why I made this series, hopefully it can be huge milestones for you as well. Like, I'm not your ex. Don't talk about your ex around me. I don't give a fuck about that man, whether or not he's, he's alive or not. That's, or if he's still in your life or not. That's another story. But he's in your mind, and that's a problem. Because the moment you start comparing me to him, now I'm going to start thinking that I'm no better than him. That's a huge red flag. They're, want, they're seeing you in that way. And here's the thing. It's not as if it's my fault that I'm acting like her ex. She's likely acting in a very similar way that any human being would probably act too. For example, I'd call her out on how you you just take days to answer me sometimes or you'll just disappear. Like she went through a phase for the last month where she just would she just ghosted me. Acted as if my existence was never there. And like, you know, knowing me, I was heartbroken. I was like what the fuck is going on? And it made me obsess because I was being ghosted. She came back, but I was like, nah, you, you, had, you got some explanation. You need to have an explanation for this. And then she started trying to compare me to the ex. And I was like, well, hang on now. I'm not doing anything wrong. You're the one who left, and then you came back, and then you're acting like I'm supposed to be okay with that. No, 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 no. Like, that's where self-worth comes in, right? Not allowing yourself to be treated in that way. I will never allow someone to ghost me and then come back into my life. No. And here's why. I, again, and you'll see this. I actually talk about this a whole lot in the next podcast because I pre-recorded that one. Is the idea of someone else trying to tell you what to do. Like, and it's the idea of how you treat yourself is how you treat other people. She walks out on herself. And therefore, she walks out on me. I don't walk out on me. So I'm not going to allow someone else to walk out on me. Do you get what I mean? I show up for myself every day. Discipline and consistency makes, makes a better person. It does. 
I do yoga. I do meditations. I do so many things for myself. I don't walk out on myself. I don't give up on myself. So I'm not going to allow someone else to give up on me and make me feel like I'm worthless. They can give up on me. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to allow them to just keep treating me in that way because I deserve consistent and unconditional love and affection, not conditional bullshit. All right. I hope this made sense and I hope I gave enough points to probably break down what you need to do. You got a lot to do, honey. You got a lot to do. Just trust me. Their words and their actions must match. And if they're always comparing you to their ex and they said, I love you, honey, you have a, a, a rolling bowl of toxicity in your life. You need to get them out of there. Okay. And you're like, but I can't. Then you're toxic, honey. You're toxic. That's the truth. And I, I called myself toxic for a while because if I'm allowing this to happen, then that means I'm toxic. I'm toxic to myself. Maybe not toxic in the same way they are, right? You're not doing those things. But you're allowing yourself to be treated that way. Therefore, you're being a toxic thing for yourself by not putting self-love and knowing your worth first. You're being toxic to yourself. Stop poisoning yourself with these horrible people in your life. And come join the HeartSaver family and we're going to work on healing you back together. All right? I love you. Take care. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with another person. I think a lot of us need to hear this. This is the kind of information that people need to hear. Not that bullshit about, oh, does he like me back? We already talked to you about that. I already talked to you about that. We know this. I'm going to build your guys' self-worth. You're going to start to have some self-confidence. And you're not going to let any of these bullshit-ass people treat you wrong. Because I refuse to let that happen. Okay? I love you. Take care. And, uh... Send me some podcast ideas if you want me to talk about specific kinds of things. All right, you guys. Peace out.